0: ghosties my name is Kaylin and I'm Kayla and this is ghosty the podcast where we discuss all things true crime and paranormal let's get into it
1: good afternoon how are you guys good morning good Good morning yeah it's 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 ghosty at night for us but maybe it's ghosty in the morning for you I don't know We'll figured out yeah <laughs> um so today's gonna be a more relaxed episode we've had a lot of things going on which is okay
0: have mm-hmm. been a
1: little stressed but we're sitting we're <laughs> relaxing we're drinking our tea and we're going to tell you some for casual tea being
0: caffeinated soda yeah
1: which is fantastic
0: for the evening totally <laughs> we'll we'll pretend it's tea. Yeah,
1: (laughs) it's just Mountain Dew flavored tea. (laughs) Or Pepsi, Pepsi even though Pepsi's not great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So today we're just going to be talking about different ghost stories. Um, I have an update on my apartment. I've finally moved out, but we had one last Bessie sighting. And then Kaylin has some stuff to share with us from her work. And then I'm going to talk about my cousin's uh, house it's gonna be crazy because some yeah. of the stories that I've heard I've I've talked about talking about Sarah's house for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're finally getting into that. And then I have some Reddit ghost stories. Only a few, just like a couple. Yeah to, to share. I have a couple from like
0: uh like family stories. My family, at least my mom's side, I didn't actually ask my dad's side. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, dad's side of the family. I didn't even think to ask um, I have a couple of stories from my from my mom's side. They're not super, like, spiritually inclined, I guess. I don't know, like, they're religious, but, like, they're not, like, sensitive to the other side.
1: <laughs> they're spiritually horizontal. And then, <laughs> and then I have a couple of stories
0: from some friends of mine as well that I wanted to share with you. Just little... Bits and pieces. Yeah,
1: it's gonna be a casual sit down and just to kind chat. of talk about things if you want to. Tell Sound us. guy
0: Jay is in the yeah. the house. Woot woot!
1: <laughs> he's behind the computer.
0: <laughs> yeah, Jay's been doing um, all of the editing for the last couple of yeah. episodes. Tell so. us what
1: you think about it. I think he's been doing a good job.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> well, is should we fire him? Yes, he's awful. <laughs> he's nodding. <laughs> he's nodding. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, so gonna do you update on Bessie first or should I tell you what's been going on at work
1: tell us what's been going on at work because I am so interested
0: <laughs> okay so the, the long and the short of it is I'm being haunted at my job not by co-workers not by little small <laughs> children's like there is something very odd mm-hmm. following me around at work
1: see you've told me a little bit about it and I'm I remember you telling me like one thing and I was like oh my god and then like I was like, dang, but you haven't told me, like, anything
0: else. I do not remember telling you anything, so... I think it was,
1: a, it was something small, but I was still like, I don't want to be in that situation. <laughs> no, so I... Where to start
0: this? So, basically, we used to have, like, a bar fridge in the... Like, a little tiny mini fridge mm-hmm. in the uh, classroom where we kept, like, our milk. Because mm-hmm. the kids get offered milk with almost every meal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, growing bones and all of that good stuff. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but we also
1: technically milk's not great for you,
0: and we offer them like two percent milk as well, so it's yeah. like even more <laughs> watered down. down so, yeah. but I don't know. It's Ohio says we need to do it, so we do it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But we also keep things in there. Like my coworker drinks a lot of coffee, so like she keeps her coffee creamer in there, mm-hmm. and like we have some cheese and some like stuff. Like we do Taco Tuesdays every Tuesday, mm-hmm. which I really love. I love tacos. that we do it. It's, the kids get super excited for it, <laughs> but like. We keep, like, some sour cream in there for us so that mm. we we eat their food with them, like, sit down mm-hmm. to eat and everything. When we can. take food off their plates. We eat <laughs> their food with them. <laughs> it's like, ooh, you're not eating your uh, chicken? I'll have that. Thank you. <laughs> um, but so we keep stuff in there. However, for some reason, like, my coworker unplugged it. I, I know why she unplugged it to, like, let it thaw, But something went wrong, and it flooded the room a little bit, mm-hmm. which I don't know if I've ever mentioned it. You know, and he, of course, knows. But yeah. I am deathly allergic to mold. Like, I literally will go into anaphylaxis if I touch, ingest, or breathe it in. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, well, we don't, we take it quite seriously at work, thankfully. Mm. Um, and so they got rid of that fridge because they're like, well, is it just gonna do it again? They got a brand new fridge, mm-hmm. which is like a proper, fully watered human being size fridge. Right. So I'm standing with my back to the fridge talking to my coworker and I feel something like, it feels like something falls off the top of the fridge. And then like, kind of not like a thunk on my head, but like hits my head and kind of runs down the back, like from the back of my head down to about my mid back, just brushes against it. And I was like, Oh shoot. Cause I'd kind of like, I hadn't really bumped into it, but I'd stepped back a little bit to like brush into it. Um, and so, I was like, oh, and it's nap time, and obviously, we don't want to, like, wake the kids up, so yeah. I was like, oh, shoot, like, turn around and pick it up really quickly. It hadn't made a thud on the ground. Yeah. So, I was like, well, maybe it's just, like, paper or something, but there's nothing up there, there's nothing on the ground. I was like, mm, weird, don't love this, but whatever. Right. So, then, I start seeing things, like, out of the corner of my eye, like, moving really quickly. Through the hallway, mm-hmm. and then when I look out in the hallway, there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. Like even if they were to be like full on sprinting down the hole
1: yeah,
0: I would be able to see them because the hallway is quite long before it gets to a door. Mm-hmm. And like even if I'd like ran through the door, I would see the door swinging right. shut. Mm-hmm. So I'm like mm, odd. Then something poked me in my back, kind of at a child's height, like a kid would, like tapping on your back kind of mm-hmm. thing. So yeah. I was like, eh, who's out of the bed? Like turn around and be like, what are you doing? Get in bed, right? Because we didn't have time. Yeah. Nothing there. All of the children are sleeping like the darling angels <laughs> that they are. Um, the weirdest time, though, I was in the bathroom. So I cannot use the adult bathroom that they have, like, down the hallway that the teachers usually use with, like, locks on the doors and stuff. Um, because the last time I used it, I went into anaphylactic shock because I had the heat on and it was blowing air. And we think that there might have been some mold in, like, the air vents. Yeah. So I've been avoiding that one (laughs) because, you know, don't really want to die. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I use the bathroom that they use for, like, the summer camp kids. And because you can't really have a lock on the door, they're just – they shut. Like, they're quite hard to shut them. And, like, you have to kind of yank it to open it, but they don't have a lock on them. And so I'm sitting there, and I see that same, like, shadowy black figure just, like – like, through the crack in the door.
1: Excuse and I was like,
0: I am literally, my pants are down. I am not <laughs> feeling this at all.
1: Don't shoot Mr. Ghost. I'm not pooping. loving it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so, yeah, I just keep seeing things out of the corner. of my. That's the main thing. I've been touched twice. But I'm just like, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never been haunted at, well, I've never been haunted to this extent at a job before.
1: Yeah. I've only been once. Right. So, yeah, that's, that's, what has been going on. So, the only time that I was ever haunted at work mm. was when, it was not the last salon that I was working at, but it was the salon before. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there are IGAs around the U.S., but they, we have them in ohio and Mm -hmm. it's just like a small grocery store so like we have like Myers and like walmart's and everything obviously Mm. but like it's a small it's smaller than that so we have igas in australia
0: i've never seen one here so i don't know if they're like the same thing yeah but like they're usually called i think it stands for independent grocers association or grocery something yeah because like the two that i know of they're named after the person that owns it. So the one okay. that we had growing up was Fisher's mm. and it's because the guy's last name was Fisher. Okay. So it was like Fisher's IGA. And then there was one, uh, in Redcliffe. So I grew up in a town called Mildura in Australia <laughs> for anyone that knows that place. It's yeah. tiny. Um, don't live there anymore. So stocked all you want, yeah. it, but you won't find me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cause I'm in America. <laughs> <clears throat> But there was another one in, like, Redcliffs, which is, like, a neighboring town. But I can't remember... I think it was also Fisher's IGA, now that I think about it. But I think Fisher's is now called Richie's IGA, because Richie...
1: Rich. Audit. Yeah.
0: yeah. I don't know if Richie's is her name or what, but... Yeah. Um, so I don't know mm-hmm. if
1: it's the same kind of thing. Is it just called IGA, or is it, yeah. like... IGA, yeah. Huh. That's actually what they're called, IGA's. Um. But, yeah, they're just, like, it's big red lettering on the outside. But it's a smaller grocery store. Um, but the salon that I worked at mm. was about as big as that grocery store. I think there was once a grocery store in that. Um, I know that it was, like, a sewing factory or something. It's, it was pretty big. Like, I mean, mm. it's, like, a warehouse big. And they when they bought it, they put up, like, these half walls. They're yeah. probably, like, five foot because I could barely see over them and I'm, like, five two. <laughs> so they're a little bit shorter than me and right so i remember i was in the grooming room and again there's only half walls in this place Mm. like the bathrooms are closed off completely like they're full walls Mm. but everything else in the whole place was just half walls um so i was standing in the grooming room and We have, like, a little gate area. It looks like a little white picket fence, like, gate. Mm. And I looked... I was, like, looking around at the kennels or whatever, and I saw this, like... I was the only one in the whole salon. Mm -hmm. Like, the whole store. And I just see this, like, black figure, like, bobbing. Mm. Like, it was really tall. um, Almost, like... Maybe it was, like, a little over, like, six foot. Just bobbing over the half wall and walking mm. back sometimes the customers mm. at this location that i worked at got a little too comfortable so mm. they would come back if they think that i didn't hear them but i didn't hear the door open i didn't hear right. the doorbell or anything like that um so i was just like oh as a customer and like as they were walking i turned to look and it just like dissipated mm. and i saw it like a couple of times and i told one of my co-workers who also listens hi ashley <laughs> um hi. <laughs> uh, I, I told her about it once and she was like that's so weird that's crazy Mm. and like i would see it a bunch like i would see that shadow thing like i only saw it in that instance a couple of times but i would see it around but like other than that like i think i think we had a couple of stuff that like fell over or something like that during the night but Mm. it wasn't anything crazy that's the only time i've ever been haunted at work
0: right no so i have had discomforting is that a word Like, uncomfortable, discomforting? Is that a word? Discomfort. Yeah, like, just felt uncomfortable (laughs) at works before. I mean, I worked in schools Mm -hmm. a lot uh, in in Australia. So, like, schools at nighttime are always kind of creepy. (laughs) And, like, the second primary... So we call elementary school primary school. The second primary school that I went to, my mom and my grandma worked at. So I was Mm -hmm. often there uh, overnight. And Mm -hmm. that was creepy, too. And then my high school... My first high school because, okay, <laughs> so a lot of schools in Australia, at least in the rural area that I grew up in, yeah. are from 7 to 10, grades 7 through 10. Oh, okay. Um and then for year 11 and 12, we went to a different school for, like, all of the schools combined kind of thing. Really? So my 7 to 10 school, my grandfather worked at. So I was often there, and I was in, like, band and stuff, and we would have concerts or, like, mm. you know, lots of things where I'd have to be at school late. And it was always creepy. But the school that I worked at in Melbourne, and I won't say their name. Uh, I don't think that's a good idea. But I worked at this school in kind of like a... Inner city suburb, and it was always pretty icky at nighttime. I didn't like being there off the dock, mm-hmm. but then right before that, I worked at a daycare center, which I talked about last week mm-hmm. with the vacuum. No, yeah, um, I didn't like being in the baby room
1: mm-hmm.
0: after when there was no one in there. The toys would often stop working, stop like playing stuff, even when they were turned off. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one little girl, especially, um, she was uh. I believe mom was Indian and dad was Sri Lankan, mm-hmm. um, but she would sit in front of the closet where we kept like the cots and like the kids. Um, the kids slept in like those foldable, like oh, you could fold yeah. them out to, to yeah, set it up. So where we kept those and like the spare toys and the sheets and all that sort of stuff, she would sit in front of there and like giggle and wave and like babble and.
1: <laughs> nope. I was like,
0: uh, I, I'm, no, I'm not. <laughs> Throw away. this throw at our, all. throw the whole thing away <laughs> but like none of the other babies like some of the babies would like wave yeah. into the closet like really like newly watered human being babies yeah. i don't know what you'd call that yeah but like the little like brand new ones yeah. would wave but she was obsessed with this closet and so i just really didn't like being in that room in particular the other rooms were fine but the baby room just really kind of me it, out. I don't know if it yeah. was because it was like the other end of the building where mm-hmm. like nothing else was like the kindergarten and the uh, so kindergarten is preschool for mm-hmm. us the kindergarten and the toddler room were connected to each other by a bathroom mm-hmm. and then in between the so it was like uh like two L shape oh, okay. kind of rooms okay. and then in between those two rooms was the office mm-hmm. and then next to the toddler room was the break room the laundry room and then, like, a hallway and then the baby room. And I just didn't really enjoy being in there by myself. But it's I never like, saw anything. It was only just the toys and the yeah, vacuum. Yeah. The, like,
1: really. It's a really weirdly awkward shaped, like, set of rooms also. And normally when I'm in a space that's, like, really awkwardly shaped, like, I have just a really uneasy feeling.
0: Right. The baby room was pretty rectangular, but, like, the building was very odd. I think it used to be a house.
1: Oh, okay. And
0: they'd kind of, like, renovated it to be the center. Because, like, there would be the... So, there's, like, the kitchen. You'd walk in. Mm -hmm. There's the kitchen... There's the boss's office, the door to the kindergarten room, mm-hmm. and then kind of like around the corner, of the door yeah. to the toddler room. So it was a bit of an odd yeah. layout.
1: I was like, I, I bet the odd shape did not help with the creepy no, feeling. No, not really. Now yeah. I think about it, yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's whenever I'm in odd shape. Like my high school that I went to mm. was shaped like a giant U, basically. Is this one that you guys went to? Uh, no, Jake went. with... Is that me. this one up here? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Okay, Jake went with me. He. Uh, jay went to a different high school yes um but yeah it was just it, it was a weird shaped also like it uh, my high school was really weird too they had a gift shop like a whole gift shop what? set up <laughs> yeah you could buy merch of the school and then they had like a did you
0: have one too
1: yeah i went to high school in texas and we didn't even have a gift shop i, I guess it's ohio we had a cafeteria
0: but like yeah we did
1: too we had a whole like um like right when you very first walked in it was on both the right and the left side, mm. or side, just what wall- like floor to ceiling trophy cases. We like, had trophy cases all the way down. Yeah, it was weird, and like, but these were like fancy. Like they were like lit up, and everything was like dim, and everything. <laughs> we had a giant statue of our mascot in the like. the foyer
0: where you'd walk into the what was your mascot we were the the pirates oh okay that's kind of cool actually we were the our school colors were purple and gold yeah and we
1: were uh, granbury pirates shout out to g-town i'm not gonna lie i cannot remember what my mascot was (laughs) over there yeah they're the the arrows i think no that's that's oh it's your school yeah Mm -hmm. uh
0: it does look like a like a Native American yeah headdress kind of
1: chief person yeah now. we we were I'll Google good, it yeah um it was just I don't know like the trophy cases were like re- I think they spent all the money for the school in the trophy cases like it was weirdly like set out like they had everything like updated and like mm. looking really nice and the floors were like extra shiny and stuff and like and also like in our cafeteria they had these like rooms in the cafeteria that were like open that was Mm. called they were called the senior rooms Mm. so only seniors were allowed to use this room and it was separated like it was you could see like you could be in the in the cafeteria like that yeah we we, you could be in the cafeteria and look over and see the senior rooms like just into them like they're just open walls but they're like cubbies into the wall i'm explaining this very poorly i Uh, can also see their gift shop in these pictures that's crazy yeah it's a pretty big gift shop too yeah yeah really it's it's kind of crazy and you had to use like your own money for it too what like i could see you like getting like good points you know and getting like little tickets that you can like cash in to get like a shirt or something but i like no and like a hoodie was like 60 dollars back then like it was Did just it, like like contribute to the upkeep of the school or um i'm not sure jay's shaking his head <laughs> i it, probably not i'm not gonna lie schools are greedy but but yeah it was just it it was just it was just a lot like it, it the school i went to was just mind. a lot yeah i mean they had student parking and also like teacher parking which i feel like we had that is normal but yeah they were separate parking lots and they also i'm
0: picturing the parking lot the teacher's park at the front of the school, right? I think so. And then the big parking lot is where the students park. Right,
1: yeah. Yeah, so, that makes sense. Yeah, but we also had, like, a football field, a baseball field, a hockey field, a tennis field, and, like, a bunch of other fields that you could just go. That also makes sense. I mean, and, like, y'all are very, uh,
0: y'all. Y'all. <laughs> I'm like, y'all. Um, American schools are very sports heavy oh for sure absolutely they are i mean australian schools are too don't get me wrong especially in the small town that i grew Mm -hmm. up in
1: um i did want to update everybody on like the Bessie little thing yes because (laughs) as i was moving out she made an appearance and i was not expecting her to Mm. um and i when i first told you it was fresh while it was happening but i'm not gonna lie I've kind of forgotten most of the details because I am I think I have the voice tired. memo that you sent me about do it. I, do you? I was going to say, because, like, what I remember is coming down the stairs into the basement, and I was, like, packing a bunch of stuff and trying mm. to move a bunch of stuff. And when I walked into the basement, because you can see into the basement from the stairs, mm. like, into the other side of the basement. And she was just kind of hovering... Near a computer desk that we have down there, yeah, and she was hovering off the ground, and I, I think she slowly turned to me and was gone or something like that. Mm. I can't remember, but she was down there. But I remember, like right after it happened, I sent you a voice memo, and I was like, "Uh, I don't know. You, you (laughs) sounded quite shaken. I think I was. I think I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, like I don't think you were
0: afraid. I think you were just kind of very like. Oh, shoot. This happened. <laughs>
1: this happened. But I guess we have to continue because I'm – and moving is so hard. I'm not going to lie to you. It is – It took a lot out of you. It And it still is. Like, I've mm. been in my new place for a week now, and this whole week has been a blur. Yeah. I have been so tired. I've been dredging my body up, going to work, coming home very late, yeah. and then, like, immediately having to go to bed and barely unable to pack anything this weekend. It's just been – unpack anything yeah (laughs) I haven't what did I say pack I've not been able to unpack anything yeah (laughs) I'm just I'm deliriously tired but I think it also took a lot out of you without going into too much details
0: like emotionally as well yeah yeah. I mean it it's hard to pack up one life it is start a new one start one yeah but like I said to you when you sent me that message Mm -hmm. I think that was I don't know I feel I, I like to think of it as Bessie being like hey Good it's okay. luck.
1: You're doing yeah. your thing. Like, good luck. Oh, don't, because I will cry. I'm so tired. When I get really no, tired, I just want to cry. I just cry. <laughs> I to <clears> just like <throat> sit and cry. But I, I don't know. Hopefully, Sorry. it is. I didn't feel threatened. i I've never felt threatened by her. No. Like she's, she has scared me a couple of times. Don't get me wrong. But like I've never felt like, oh, I'm gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> she's gonna kill me. No, it's just been kind of like her there. Yeah. But this new apartment, I feel nothing. Yeah. And I, again, I've never had a haunted apartment. So that my last apartment was the first haunted apartment I've ever lived in. This, this apartment feels fine. Mm. The other one, cause
0: so Kayla and I are neighbors now. Yeah. We just live opposite <laughs> the road in yeah. the same apartment complex. Yes. Um, but previously mm. I lived in another apartment in the apartment complex. Yeah. And that one creeped me out a little bit. Like not heaps, not as much as your old apartment did. Uh huh. But there were, we used to, we watched an episode of Supernatural. You know, the one where they're like, I think it used to be a prison, but it's now apartment buildings. And they're like in the walls and there's the ghost. We watched that episode and things would like little weird things would go missing. Mm -hmm. And so we would joke that it was the man in the walls, the ghost in the walls that was doing it. Jay's wallet (laughs) went missing, his brand new wallet, (laughs) which I think actually just accidentally had an adhd moment and threw it out oh no but i didn't really know what was going on but anyway <laughs> so i haven't really had anything here yeah yeah i other I, than the sleep paralysis but that follows me everywhere yeah
1: you made me salt the apartment
0: <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple of crawl spaces <laughs> and one of them was loose and so i made him pour salt in front
1: of oh my god <laughs>
0: In front of the hole in the wall, <laughs> even
1: the one that was like bolted shut, I was like, "Salt it!" Oh my god! See, <laughs> I I am a like screw around and find out type person. Like, I hope a demon comes out of there because I have been no. waiting Thank for you, a no. fight. No, I'm I good. will. Like, let's no. go. Twenty seven years finger, which we'll just unleash it. It's yeah, fine. but see,
0: a demon is not a abusive ex boyfriend. Like, a, a demon is, like, that is that is an otherworldly power. I don't. No, thank I'd you. i take it on. Let's I go. I do not want. Thank <laughs> Let's you. Let's try it.
1: Power of God. Let's see what happens. Lord. <laughs> no, thank you. Let's go. Let's dance. Uh, no, I'm not <laughs> will grab okay. by the horns. We'll, we'll be what fine. Is, that,
0: that is not welcome here.
1: <laughs> oh, Our no. house is protected I mean, by God. <laughs> I mean, they're definitely not welcome anywhere. I, I don't think I'd want one. But if we happen to have one, I feel like it'd be, like... If you've all got right one lying around let's just, just- go yeah <laughs> all right let's see what happens no, you know thank you. <laughs> i'll stand outside and hold your your bag that's fine maybe i need it to swing maybe take I don't a camera to in
0: there uh tell me about it later <laughs> do you we'll know make that- an episode about it do you
1: know the tiktok sound where it's like um it's that uh, i don't know if it's a boy or whatever but he's kind of standing in bleachers and he's like holding a camera and he's like Yes, yeah. I've seen them all over. Yeah, and then like you just hear the sound in the background. It's like ah, ah, psh, psh. And it's just like beating and then it's like crashing and stuff yes, in the background. And you're mean. just you're just like pulling out your camera. And I'm just like, <laughs> and Jay comes over. He's like, who's winning? And I'm like, Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: I, if if anyone, uh, if I could pick anyone to fight a demon for me, I would pick you.
1: <laughs> Choose your player. (laughs) 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 I play the ESPN. (laughs) But yeah, we also have um, Sarah's ghost story too. Yes. So do we want to talk about all of those first?
0: Do we want to do, because that's a lot, right? It is. Yeah. So do we want to save that for lost? We can. Okay. Yeah. Do Do you want to hear what I've got? Sure. All right. So I'll start with my families because they're, uh, I try, I asked my mom uh, to, my phone is also going to die. I'm on 2%.
1: Oh my gosh. But Who lives with their, you and Damien live with your phone on 2%. Look, This is what mine is on.
0: ADHD.
1: 15, 59% and I'm panicking.
0: ADHD. My phone
1: lives at 97% all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, any sh- stories that I can share on my podcast? Mm-hmm. So I sent them another message. I'm like, hey, like, our episode backed out. We're we're gonna do something different um, this week because we mm-hmm. just want to do something chill. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I put out a call on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks a lot, listeners, for
1: <laughs> <laughs> thanks for
0: nothing. <laughs> no, I'm, just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kidding.
1: <laughs> That's from Chicago. That's why I said that.
0: <laughs> um, and so then they didn't really respond, and I was like, mm-hmm. rude. So then I sent them a message again, and I was like, hey, that's not... Oh, yeah, it is. That is- Does that come any closer? <laughs> the rocking chair is blocking it. <laughs> Don't leave it rocking. Make sure it stops rocking. No, honey, that invites... What? What's happening? Spirits. You-, you never... <laughs> superstition um, you never leave a rocking chair rocking because it's an invitation for spirits
1: to enter the hall what yeah. I'm learning about all kinds of superstitions because this girl at work she can't have like a broom sweep over her feet otherwise she has to spit on it it's really weird I've yeah, never heard of that salt over the shoulder that shoulder yeah. that's a big one for me I've never I don't do that I am never done that. very superstitious well that's probably why I have a lot of bad luck because I don't care about any of that oh, stuff oh no I do <laughs> and my my life is not great it's the Irish <laughs> it's the Irish <laughs>
0: No, that's a new one I learned. I think that's really? a Appalachian what? That's an Appalachian uh, superstition. I've never
1: heard that. I actually kinda of yeah. believe that one. So <laughs> if somebody
0: opens a you know, they have a lot of pocket knives. So like if yeah. I'm like, hey, I need to open something. He'll open the knife for me. I cut the thing open and I have to hand it back to him open so he can close it.
1: That's weird. I kind of believe that one though, and I'm kind of glad that because earlier today we were moving a bunch of stuff around Mm. in the apartment and he damien also has a bunch of like knives and stuff in the display case and so i was about to close one of them and he was like don't close that don't close that but he didn't like go into further detail of why Mm. i wonder if he knows the same superstition and i'm glad i didn't close it because that's kind of weird like i said i'm pretty sure it's an appalachian though i think a couple of times it has Uh, i don't know if
0: i have now i'm I don't think I have, because you make a pretty big deal about it. You're not superstitious, but you will be like, no, 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 no. Anyway, so I was like, so any stories that I can share on the podcast? And so my nan was like, what stories? I don't have any stories. And I was like, ghost stories. And she's like, I don't have any ghost stories, except in this house where someone <laughs> or something touched the end of the bed as I walked past the foot of the bed, and I was the only one in the room. So my nan was lying in bed, and she was, like, waking up or she was dozing Mm -hmm. and when my my grandfather has had two double knee replacement surgeries or two knee surgeries so he's not very steady on his feet so when he walks around the bed he kind of puts pressure on the bed to like help him walk around kind of thing she said she was lying in bed and she felt like that was happening so she looked up and pa was in the shower Mm -hmm. so she was like that's a bit weird yeah um i believe she told me another story about that house too and she keeps telling mom that she's convinced that the house is haunted but they don't want liam to know my youngest brother sorry if you're listening to this and i've spoiled it but uh <laughs> surprise none thinks the house is haunted because <laughs> <laughs> he's a bit of a, a, a scaredy, scaredy baby Aww. um Little baby. So I was like, well, great. What about anyone in the family? Give me something. Yeah. So then she said Nana Pat, who is her mom, my okay. great grandma, um, had a lounge room light that went on and off a few times after Grandpa Roy, her husband, mm-hmm. my mom, my nan's dad, died. And then Ani Marg, who is her sister and honestly best friend, I think, because mm-hmm. they're pretty close, uh, had a light shine in the corner of her room where no light should shine. Um, she also thought it was her dad. Uh, visiting her to let her know that he was okay.
1: My mind went straight to aliens. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'd be so scared she if there was just abducted. a random light. So, I like mind. I said, my family aren't super like, paranormal.
0: spiritual in that way like, paranormal. Yeah. Like, I don't think they believe in aliens or cryptids or anything like that. I remember one time we saw some weird light in the sky. I think we've talked about this in a, another, in an alien episode.
1: I think you might but have. But we
0: thought that it was a UFO. We were like, "Yeah, hey,
1: that's so cool. But I don't think <laughs> I
0: just really believe. it. I would
1: it. have pooped my pants. That's the one time I won't run towards something. <laughs> If, when an, if there's, an, if there's alien an alien involved there's no no i would never oh
0: my goodness so i was watching a tiktok the other day that made me think of you and i didn't send it to you because i know it would have like freaked you out oh god but it was signs right that you were telling me about that made you be scared
1: of aliens yeah, so signs. there was the scene from signs um the schoolyard scene where he's running past I know exactly what scene you're talking about that traumatized Possibly, because <laughs> it was, like,
0: that one scene that traumatized us all from signs, yeah. and I was like, I wonder if this is a sign, and I was like, I should send, nope, that's not, a... I should not send it to her. Is because... there, like,
1: two brick, is there, like, two brick walls, like, this way, and it's, like, kids looking out the window, and then it's, like, it's running past, and then it stops, and it looks, and then it keeps running. Yeah, I think yeah. so. That's the scene. That's the scene. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I can't. And, like, the scene where they're in the house, and, like, they're, like, trying to yeah. come through, like, the floors, and no.
0: No, I think it was that scene. Like, it kind of was running, and then it stopped and was like... Yeah. See, for me, it was Jaws. Really? So I was staying... I'm not scared of sharks, mm-hmm. and one of my, like, bucket list items is to swim with sharks. Yeah. Um, I've always, like, loved Shark Week and all that sort of stuff. But I was staying at my Uncle Jamie's house when my cousin was, like, little. Mm-hmm. Like, my first cousin, Isabella, was really little. Yeah. And Isabella was one. She was in bed. And I was downstairs watching a movie with my grandparents, Nan mm-hmm. and Pa. And it was drawers. And it was the scene where the girl gets.
1: Oh yeah, slunder, yeah and yeah. then she
0: washes up on the beach, and there's yeah. like little crabs. Yeah, and I was like, I think I'm gonna go to bed now. Aww. And so I had to go upstairs all but because Nan and Pa were like, okay, good night.
1: <laughs> After <laughs> so I had traumatizing to like, go you.
0: upstairs in the dark, and I was lying there in the bedroom, and they had like the bathroom door open. I don't know if it was because I was scared of the like if it was because of me because I was scared. Yeah, but I remember the bathroom light, like the ensuite in mm. the little guest space, being on, mm. and the door opened. And I was lying there picturing this shark, like, giant shark swimming up the pipes and coming out of the toilet to eat me. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I used to be scared of toilet spiders and, like, all that stuff. Oh, um, then, yeah. No, There's don't.
0: a song about toilet
1: spiders in Australia. I believe it, dude. There's probably a song for all kinds of dangerous things in Australia. The red back on the toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. It's a funny... It's supposed to be funny. So, we don't make fun of people, people's fears. but no. But... Um, we're not gonna make fun of this fear or whatever. One of my aunts on my mom's side, mm. um, she—I was telling her that I was terrified of aliens. Mm. She told me that she is terrified of vampires, even to this day. Oh, okay. Terrified, like she—if she has to turn the light off mm. at the end of the night she will turn it off and run to the bed and pull her feet up really fast because she's scared of vampires. And really? I've never heard of that. Yeah, I thought I've still, to this day, I've never met anyone else that no. has a fear of vampires. Yeah, which is interesting um, because I know that fear of vampires and like legends and stuff, they all start from somewhere. But I just, I wonder, I need to question her more, but I wonder like how it started she said she's always been like that so i was like you just you don't want vampire diaries because like (laughs) because i do
0: um i'm actually going to do an episode on the casket girls in a couple of weeks interesting okay okay so speaking of vampires yeah uh look out for that one i'm excited um so then i took to one of the group chats that i've been with my friends okay so kaylin has always been a nerd but when I was younger, I was in a uh, Harry Potter role play Facebook group uh, where we would make accounts for the characters and yeah. we would like role play together. Yeah. And so I made this group of friends, and so I messaged in there was like, "Hey, like I have this podcast. I don't know if I've actually mentioned it to them before that. Yeah. Um, looking for some like spooky stories. Right. And some of them were like, "Not nothing. Sorry. Yeah. Can't think of anything. If I, I'll." Let my friends know and let you know if they say anything. Right. But two of them, thankfully, (laughs) responded. Uh, So I'll start with Jade. So she says, when I was younger, I lived in a haunted house. There was a shadow man and a shadow boy who used to walk around the walls. Used to freak me out so much. Which, yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan of things walking on the walls. Oh, no. one of my sleep sleep paralysis.
1: That's one of my sleep paralysis demons MOs. Okay, listen. He that's likes one to crawl on the walls. That's one more thing I wouldn't run towards. A seriously paralysis demon. Because everything you told me about him, absolutely not. I was describing him to Jay the other day. Oh no, he, I uh, do not think I so. I can describe him
0: later. He's he's it's pleasant. Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> um, she says. Also, when I was about two, my mom said I was talking to someone that she couldn't see, and when she asked me, I told her it was an old lady, mm. and she said. There was also the time when I was four and ran across the road and I would have been hit, except it was if something invisible lifted me up and then put me to safety on the path. What? Yeah. That's wild. Um, And then. So she said I could use her real name, but then we were joking about the name that she used to go by in the group. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, I kind of want to call you that. And she was like, do it. So Jene yeah. says, <laughs> um, when I was a kid, I lived in my grandpa's house. It was an old house in the Philippines and it was built on top of a tunnel that was dug for construction while they were doing construction and stuff in the city. What? That's crazy. Workers died in those tunnels, so the house was expected to be haunted. Also, there was also, there were already other spooky things there ghosts of soldiers, a female spirit that would copy the figure of females in my family. There were ghost children, and I forgot to write down the pronunciation of this. Uh, duende, um, which were, she said, gnomes, I think is the English translation oh, that's or equivalent. Cool. Uh, living under the stairs. When I was about three or four, I got really sick, and the doctors had no diagnoses or explanations. I would keep talking to people that weren't there playing with someone invisible telling my mom about a man in the window but we lived on the second story because the bottom was being rented out eventually i would describe the face of a man as a monster like a demon a shaman from my mom's village came over and tried to expel the entity it left and i got better but the other spirits still remained they were never malicious so we just kind of coexisted my grandparents on my mom's side have a house that's also haunted a ghost boy that just sits at the top of the dinner table while we're eating. More, uh, duende, 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 Ooh, I don't want to butcher it, uh, duende are f- that play with children. The duende are fun because they have a symbiotic relationship with the house and the people living there. They made a mound in a corner of the house that so looks like a big anthill when the soil... When the soil of the mound is wet and healthy, everyone is healthy. That means the duende are are happy. Oh my goodness. That means the duende are happy. When it's dry, the duende were offended and at least one or two of the family will fall ill. That only happened with one of us when my grandma's helper tried cleaning the mound and it disturbed
1: it. That is wild. I've heard so many stories of gnomes. Yeah. And like normally you're like oh haha like gnomes whatever you know it's like what we used to decorate outside in a garden and everything uh-huh. right but there was this one tiktok where this girl would talk she would be talking about how her and her brother would be taking naps mm-hmm. like when they were younger and she would look over at her brother's sheet and she would see these like tiny little people Mm -hmm. like messing with him and being like ha 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 ha." like she she was like very adamant about it like she was like she was like they were evil like they were mean and evil and they were just these tiny like one foot people and like they just like came out and like you know and all this stuff and her brother never believed her and then Mm. one day she was like stay awake Mm. and i'll try to get your attention and whenever she tried to get their his attention they would run and hide Mm. but she finally got his attention and he would look and he she said that he's never been so scared in his life like it was crazy like i'm butchering it but you know. yeah
0: well there are a lot of cultures that have something similar and i i was listening to a um tiktok earlier where this girl who was i want to say half swedish half well she said half swedish a quarter irish and a quarter something else because there there's some like contention in the family of like what dad's makeup is okay so mom was swedish and she was telling about these things and i couldn't remember the word she's like people always call them gnomes but they're not gnomes the gnomes are really like harmful and like they destroy things and eat children and kidnap like do all this stuff Mm -hmm. these things you know, like how it's got like the little dude with like the hat and like the beard and he like sits have you seen those Oh, they're, like, little figurines. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you never see the face. It's just, mm. like, the nose and the beard. Yeah. And the mouth. Yeah. So she was saying that they're called this other thing, and she's, like, and they're helpful. Like, they help out in the home, and they do all this sort of stuff. So I think maybe eventually, I, and I was already planning on doing this, but eventually I would like to do a different country yeah. each episode and, like, talk about their little, like, legends and cryptids and stuff. But I'm yeah. going to get through the states
1: first. That'd be really cool. I actually think that'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah but so those are my stories oh okay so i don't know that's that's wild to me i the no i don't know what i would do if i saw a little gnome i've never seen no well i don't know if they saw them it was just that was to explain what was going on yeah that's true um have you seen the studio ghibli Arietti? studio ghibli movie Arrietty. i think that's
0: like one of the only ones that i haven't seen oh really and i
1: love studio ghibli i was gonna say is one of my favorites they're so she's so cute i love so Ponyo cute. and totoro they're my two favorites i've seen totoro my neighbor totoro but i've never seen Ponyo, and everyone keeps telling me to watch Ponyo. Ponyo,
0: Ponyo, <laughs> na, 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 na. <laughs> it's so cute we're supposed to watch it with we do a movie thursday yeah where we um we'll watch like 20 minutes 30 minutes of a movie with the kids right like we don't watch the whole thing Mm. rarely watch the whole thing yeah um but we were supposed to watch ponyo on thursday but we couldn't get it to work oh that's
1: that's actually really disappointing so you could probably like gotten a lot of kids into like the anime side and stuff but i don't
0: remember what we watched instead
1: probably not as good as ponyo (laughs) no i you need to watch it (laughs) um so do you would you like me to talk about my reddit stories or do you want to talk about Sarah's thing first. Um, Choose your own adventure.
0: <laughs> so I haven't heard the Reddit stories. <clears throat> okay. I have heard some of Sarah's stories. Mm. But I mean, Sarah's stories are pretty crazy.
1: Let's do Sarah's. Okay. So like the first time that they ever told me a story. So, okay. Let me preface this. My family's Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sarah and her family. So my uncle David... My aunt Tina, Sarah's mom and dad, and then their children are Sarah and Isaiah. Mm. Um, and this is for the listeners. Kaylin <laughs> <Caitlin> already <laughs> knows. I'm looking at Kaylin, but like, <laughs> but they, they are like very Christian. Yes, they say they're non-denominational, but it's basically Pentecostal, which is their church and everything. Mm. I that, I feel like that's a better way to describe it. Um,
0: but they remind me of um, I can't think of what they're called. Like the Duggers, but not as like oh. you know, like not like the Duggars. Yeah, basically like, their their hair, I guess, has like spiritual meanings, like they don't cut their hair. Yeah, Sarah So they wear
1: skirts and Yeah, Sarah's never cut her hair. She wears she wears the women in the family wear skirts. Uh the men wear like like very nice clothes and yeah. stuff and they're very religious. Yeah. And Sarah likes to play little tiny pranks on people mm. but like not very often and it's kind of like somebody else is in on it um mm. they're a very serious family and sarah is the cousin that i was telling you guys about in um what's it called in the uh farmhouse episode in the yeah Halloween when special. you guys went downstairs and
0: miranda yelled at you yeah that's mm-hmm. sarah
1: she's she doesn't normally like play that many jokes on people or whatever but like they're like i said very serious and when they were just like telling me stuff like this like they you could see the fear in their eyes mm. so they so sarah was very young at this time probably like five maybe five mm-hmm. or six i could be wrong about that but and she's they've been at the young. same house the whole time yeah okay basically um well tina her mom needed Like, just, like, some space to change clothes and stuff. Mm. So she kind of put Sarah out of the room just to kind of be like, hey, real quick. And Sarah was like, mom, let me in. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to come in and stuff, obviously. Well, she was standing in a really long hallway. And her parents were at the very end of the hallway. And in that hallway, along the hallway, there are two different rooms. Mm. Sarah and Isaiah's bedroom. Mm Mm-hmm like i said it's a really long hallway well it was kind of darker in the house but not really and sarah said that she was just kind of waiting for her mom to get done and she looks down the hallway and there's just this like black mass figure Mm. standing up and she kind of just like starts to panic and this Mm. black mass gets down on all fours Mm. and starts crawling (laughs) towards her so she starts losing her mind rightfully so i don't do crawling crawling Oh, no, absolutely. Crawling and running at me really fast. Like, Mm -hmm. absolutely not. (laughs) So she starts freaking out, obviously, Mm. and she starts banging on the door, bawling her eyes out. Every time she looks behind her, this thing is just crawling closer Mm -hmm. and closer and it's, like, rickety and gross and everything. And right before it grabs her, her mom opens the door and Sarah falls into the door as she's, like, panicking and crying and bawling Mm -hmm. her eyes out. And after that, they started hearing, like, these dripping noises Mm. in Isaiah's room. This is important for later. So we couldn't figure out where this dripping was coming from because David was like, oh, if we're flooding or if there's a leak or something, you know, he looked all over the room. And so he found that it was coming like from the light Mm. um, in the ceiling it was really weird so they had to undo the light yeah and pull everything out my grandpa was there everybody was there if you listen really hard you could hear the dripping Mm -hmm. and to this day they've never found why there sounds like there's dripping up there it's just it's just noises so when it and their house gets quiet it gets Mm. like the farm quiet Mm. um yeah that was something else what? I've never
0: experienced a quiet like that yeah, before. Yeah, that's
1: what I was trying to tell you. Like, it's, it's dead. <laughs> it's dead silent. <laughs> literally. Yeah, literally. But, yeah, it's like that at their house, too. It's just ridiculously silent. Like, you can't mm. even hear, like, the air kick on nothing. Mm. Um, So, you can hear the dripping noise, and it's crazy. It's a very steady drip. But there's never been any water spots. There's never been any leaking anywhere. Like, right. you just hear it all the time. Like, it's weird. So, Isaiah used to be, like, a really sweet little boy and as he's gotten Mm. older he's kind of like got a little bit more of a harder exterior i guess you could Mm. say started acting out a little bit like kind of doing stuff like that but when he was like eight or so um like over time as he stayed in that room i i i kind of i got the feeling i don't no one's ever commented on this but i kind of got the feeling that like something was messing with him Mm. tina and him like would kind of she would be at her wits end with him Mm. and kind of be like trying to reason with him trying to reason with him and he was just kind of a little turd um and so one day he pushed her past her limits and she literally lifted him up by the ears just in the air and tina said there was not an ounce of anything on his face it was literally just he just literally smiled like very evilly like just the biggest widest grin at her and it was that was crazy and wow. i was just like how do you not feel pain how do you not feel like anything like ooh, let me go whatever right and he, she was like he was just dangling and just smiling at her like he just like the biggest smile i was like that's creepy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's kind of creepy so another time was and i think i already i wonder if i already talked about the whole sleepover thing like where we all are in one room I wonder if we already talked about that at their house. At their house,
0: I don't know if you've talked about it on the podcast. Have I, not? I think you've told me about it. I don't I, know if you did at the farm episode.
1: I don't know. Not. I think I, I remember talking about it with Megan. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I mentioned mm, it once, but I'll you might have it.
0: mentioned it in your ep, in your mini episode with Megan. Oh,
1: actually, I think I might have. But I mean, go right ahead again. Some people might have heard <laughs> that episode. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, it was just we. I remember. All of the grandkids just kind of like got into Sarah's living room and we were mm-hmm. all staying the night and everything. And I remember, again, I'm delusionally exhausted. <laughs> but basically, there was this huge shadow figure in like this patio area that's like linked to their living room. Mm. And I think Megan saw it first, my little sister. Either Megan saw it first or I saw it first or something like that. Mm. Um, But we just, like, turned around, and it was just there, and it just, like, dissipated. And that was weird. Mm. And we were just like, what the heck is going on? And then another time was my Uncle David is a truck driver. Mm -hmm. And so he stays up long hours. And when he's home, he has a hard time going to bed on time, blah, blah, blah. Well, um, not a hard time going to bed on time, but, like, his hours are off. Yeah. And it was midwinter, and so he didn't want the fire in the living room to go out Mm. so he stayed up pretty much and just like slept in this like armchair um that was moved to be closer to the fire Mm. now the way that their house works is the hallway where sarah saw that like demon thing is also attached to the living room Mm. that the living room is attached to the kitchen and the kitchen is attached to the formal living room And then that is attached to another hallway that also attaches to the hallway that Sarah saw that shadow figure in. So, it's all just one open, like, floor plan. So, there's walls and everything, but, like, you can... It's one circle. Yeah. It's all attached. So, David was sitting there in the chair. And Mm. he's facing the fireplace. And he said that he just felt this, like, immense, like, darkness Mm. just, like, come up from the hallway behind him coming forward. And he... He kind of got a little nervous. And so he started rocking in his chair and singing like hymnals mm. and stuff. And it was getting like closer and closer. And he said, as it got closer, he could see red eyes in the fireplace. Mm. Like, cause it's, it's like a. Has like a glass in front of it. Has it? a glass like, mm. like door kind yeah. of thing or whatever. Um, but he said, as he continued singing hymns, he could feel this thing kind of retreating and mm. then retreating and retreating. And pretty soon it just kind of like dissipated into the background and i'm like that what i'm gonna say next is even more wild but that scared the crap out of me when he told me that because i was like that's wild and so one night another story one night david was on the road and tina's in her bedroom she's praying she's knelt down praying and she said as she was praying she physically saw this dark mass come down and envelop her and it literally like her her vision was black Mm. and she couldn't breathe Mm. it like she said it literally felt like somebody wrapped their hands around her throat and was squeezing wow and she was bawling her eyes out and all she could think she couldn't say anything because she couldn't breathe um but she was trying to claw her neck and she couldn't get whatever was Mm. off so she was just thinking like prayers and everything to try to get this thing off of her and she said eventually it let go Mm. but she said it was just like she said it seemed like it was angry that she was religious and like trying to pray and everything and i don't know when she told me that she had tears in her eyes and it was really hard for her to talk about but like i pry for people for like their ghost stories so i kind Mm -hmm. of pried that out of her but like (laughs) she was not like happy talking about it but like it was kind of like i'll tell you you know like because everything else has happened and i've just gathered mm. these stories over the years mm. like it's been kind of crazy i i think the only experience i've ever had in their house because you get really uneasy when you mm. have you ever been there you'll if you ever they go live near ina and ray right no so they actually live right down the street from my old job the one with like the bobbin thing that oh, i was telling you about okay yeah so that my haunted I don't job why i <laughs> thought
0: they were they lived over there um oh, well because Ian, people are always
1: like oh just can you drop this around to
0: yeah Tina and david on your way through that's true
1: I, I so i think their town butts up against the town they right. and ray live in so i think that that's like you know that's probably why um because mm-hmm. they're the closest to them but compared to everyone else where everyone else lives david and sarah and everybody live the furthest so are
0: they because see what i picture their house you know that little, like, community... So, like, Ian you know, and Ray's house is on a bit of a property. Like, they have yeah. a decent size mm. land. But then right near them, they have, like, all of those houses, like, back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Yeah. You know the one, mm. like, where we we go trick-or-treating? Yeah. Um. So, I pictured them living in somewhere like that. Kind of. They do? So, they don't have... Space? but why how is it so quiet if they live
1: around other people i don't know i genuinely oh, I hate that even yeah. more than the farm because like quiet. the road that you come up to so like it's a long road mm. and then there's a road like mm. uh, like teeing it like there's like a you come to a tee and you turn right and then like it's a very small group of houses mm. but it's like it's a plat basically um and you kind of like you go right you pass a couple of the streets and then you go down their street and it's it's not very far down like i think they're one of the first houses to the right i hate that or a little bit like maybe they're the second one in or something but yeah they live around people no but uh, see see that okay that freaks me out because when you said that
0: it's quiet like at the farm i was yeah. like oh okay so they live in the middle of nowhere no I hate that more than the farm. Like, <laughs> yeah. it makes sense at the farm because there's just nothing really
1: around. Right. Well, no. the farm also has, like, very least, like, a foot deep of, like, just wall all around. The brick is thick as hell. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. No. Okay. it's That crazy. freaks me out more than anything else you've said tonight. Yeah, dude. And it's weird, but, like, yeah, they, they live next to other people and i don't know like they've just always That's had this so like darkness strange. yeah yeah because you you get like a really strange vibe when you walk in like i wish i could take you <laughs> i wish you i wish there was a an excuse that we could have to visit th- no well other than visiting them but like i promise you I'm the good. moment you walk in I'm you good. are like oh okay i get it now no I'm it's good. eerily quiet everything is like like, it looks like a normal home. Like, their formal, yeah. their formal living room is the only thing that's, like, pristine. Like, you know? Not yeah. not that nothing it's else is pristine. In. It's lived in. Yeah. It's a really nice house. Like, they have yeah. a really nice kitchen. They've got a really nice living room. Everything is, like, nice, nice. Yeah. But it's just kind of, like... I guess it's one of those awkwardly shaped homes. Like, it looks like a normal home, and it kind of feels like a normal home. But when you very first walk in, you walk right it's into that, that odd hallway. odd building thing again. It is, yeah. So, like, to the right is That's it. a bathroom. buildings or yeah. portals to something Dude, uncomfortable. Probably. <laughs> but yeah, the, when you walk in, it's straight ahead of you is that hallway that mm. deadens into the hallway that Sarah saw the shadow figure in. Yeah. To the left is the formal, like, uh, living room. And yeah. then the dining room kitchen living room and it comes back around but to the right is they have it's it i don't know what they use it for now but it Mm. was their playroom Mm. um and also a bathroom and like a laundry room and everything but like it's just a regular house they've got a backyard and everything um but it is creepy Mm. um yeah so i don't know i don't know why it's creepy because it's just a regular house and it's a newer house too so like i don't know i don't know who brought this demon thing in? But like For every time what they, the land is. Or... Oh right, yeah. Because every time they explain anything to me, I'm like, I want to die. Like that sounds scary. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I was
0: gonna tell you about the sleep paralysis demon. Oh yeah, describe him. I was gonna tell you about him. Oh, it, them. Do I? I don't want
1: to know. Him?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> creepy. Because I was telling. How did we get on the topic of this? I don't remember how we got on the topic of it. Oh, the sleep paralysis but... demon yeah oh, no no jay and i oh when okay. he asked me to he's like what does he even look what does it even look like i don't know so the first time that i ever saw him saw i don't know i keep saying sore <laughs> but it's that's not how you say it in american either like it's that's not an aussie accent that's not yeah. an american accent but anyway the first time i ever saw him i it was the first time i'd ever slept on my back like, I, I never go to sleep on my back. I never used to go to sleep on my back. Yeah, me neither. Um, I was always, like, sleeping on my side. Sometimes stomach, but mostly side. But I woke up on my back, and it was like I had been shocked. Like, electric shocked. What? I was shocked awake, like, head to toe through my body, like, electricity. And there was this face, like, right <gasps> no. here. No. Like, no, 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 I don't know. Was that, like, an inch from my oh, face? Oh, my God, yeah. Um, super white. Um, huge, wide mouth. Um, he's white. I was
1: picturing him as like like a, a demon like, black wide, mask, wide, like no color at all to him. Like, does he have like wrinkly crow skin? No, super smooth. Like,
0: smile from ear
1: to ear. No, like, that's from worse. Ear, to ear, that's worse. Right here, like
0: big, open, like wide eyes, and he was kind of in like a black cloak. Like he, he was covered in black, like his clothes were black, but it was like a like a Voldemort cape kind of situation. You know, he has a dress that's just like, yeah, like it was kind of like that right in front of me, the shock, like to wake up, see him there. And then he slowly like ascended no. to the ceiling. No, basically no. couldn't move, um, couldn't make a sound like nothing like my, my fingers couldn't even move. my toes like I could not move. And I felt like I had been shocked. Like, there was this, like, like electricity in the room kind of thing. Finally, I was able to call out. Um, my voice was the first thing that came to. I was like, you know, like, in Titanic, where she's like, help, there's yeah. a boat, there's yeah. a boat. It was, like, that oh kind my of God. level. But I was just like, help, 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 like, over and over again until I could get louder. And then all I could say was, like, help, help, help. Like, I was just getting louder and louder, like, screaming help. My mom came into the room. I think one of my brothers came into the room too, but I was like, I can't move. I cannot move. I cannot move. And like mom was sitting there and I think she was like rubbing my knee and then slowly, like I could move my fingers and my toes and then like my hands and then I could move. And I was just describing the situation. So it was the first time I ever saw him. I was in the process of moving. So it could have been stress, honestly, from a lot of the research that I've done. And I may still do an episode on sleep paralysis or maybe just like sleep weird things to sleep in general but from what i could see it's it's a stress thing mostly okay. like it's not actually there's a demon but it just that's Your brain how brain manifests kind of thing
1: i like, couldn't do that
0: you're under a lot of stress also stuff and i was about to move to the states yeah like oh. i my i think i don't know if it was just before i had finished like quit my job i was done at my job or it was just after but like it was final my furniture had pretty more or less been <laughs> packed up um, and was getting ready to be shipped to America. Yeah. My job was done; like it was a very final kind of situation. And I mean, and I was happy about it. Yeah, like for the most part, I was happy to be with Jay. Let's well, let's yeah. say with that. I, the, I wasn't super happy about leaving, but like
1: it's the same thing with me. Like I'm I'm happy to be leaving my last apartment, but yes. it's just so really it's stressful. A lot. It's a lot. It's a big. Uh,
0: I mean, like literally, I was uprooting your life i was engaged yeah never been engaged before in my life yeah like i was moving i was about to get my everything was very final so like that could have been it um maybe there wasn't even i don't really know like but from most of what i've seen it's a stress induced thing um never saw him again until i moved here um he does tend to show up around stressful situations Mm. but and like i do tend to have sleep paralysis i don't always see him oh okay so sometimes it's just i wake up and i cannot move i cannot speak um but most of the other times i've seen him he kind of so he kind of looks like gollum like body wise like yeah. super like spindly very thin yeah um like like disgustingly like malnourished kind of thin
1: no
0: um hunched over he likes to crawl around the walls and the ceiling. He's not always like right there, yeah. But most of the time that I'll see him, he's crawling around on the ceiling. He likes to kind of so. For the listeners at home, <laughs> our bed is against so the the door that the wall is on, yeah, and the wall that our bed is on, like kind of make like an L shape. Mm-hmm. So like the door is at the very far end of that wall and where i am i have a beautiful view of the door so i'll wake up and like he'll be like over the door yeah <laughs> kind of thing. no more black cloak just his pale paper white body exposed to the uh elements uh. um but yeah he he's well, oh, they... I keep calling him at he. I don't yeah. want to misgender my sleep paralysis demon because <laughs> pronouns are important.
1: Yes, they are. Um, I, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I can't find a good picture of it, but every time you, like, talk about him... Yeah. So... <laughs> them. And f- and them. <laughs> This is, a, this is gonna be like this is gonna be like derailing but in Full Metal Aquamist Brotherhood, brotherhood oh, i uh, not about this it's an anime yeah um, I know that much there's a there's a thing like he he comes to a gate basically it's like the afterlife and like all this stuff hmm. yeah Jay's nodding he knows exactly what I'm talking about there's this like white <laughs> figure that has like that really wide smile truth. and is it called truth it's truth uh I <laughs> may type this in hold on i'm trying to find a good i feel like
0: we just need to get jay his own microphone if he's going to be the editor i mean the the audio guy no i it's not a bad thing i just mean so you're clearer when you're on the rare occasion you make a comment this
1: yes exactly um This is what I picture... Also, I
0: have never seen Full Metal Alchemist. I think I've watched a couple of episodes of the Full Metal Alchemist, not The Brotherhood.
1: The Brotherhood is so much better. You should watch The Brotherhood. It's one of my favorite animes of all time. I enjoyed
0: the Full Metal Alchemist that I saw. I think I saw it because I have it on my hard drive. Yeah. And I got a bunch of free Mm. downloads. Like, basically, Eliza, one of my best friends, gave me... Was like here's my hard drive. Yeah, tell me what you want, and I just went. Oh, that sounds interesting. She's like, I think you'd like this. So a,
1: a lot of like Full Metal fans don't like the original. They like Brotherhood because it's more accurate to the manga. Hmm. Okay, but it's really good. It's, I'll
0: try it after I'm done watching uh, Tamu. chan yeah.
1: as a girl. That it's it's my it's my top three anime: Rising with Shield Hero, Full Metal Alchemist, Brotherhood, and I. <laughs> Jay likes both, and. Oh, crap. What's my last one? Oh, uh, Soul Eater. Soul Eater is my third favorite. I love Soul Eater. Did
0: you say the Shield Master? Huh? You Rising just... of Shield Hero? Yeah, Shield Hero. No, you did yeah, say that one. I did. That's my favorite. Um, Chase is uh, um, Spice and Wolf. Ah.
1: Huh? <laughs> I like Auron. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what I picture when you were telling me about yeah. it. It's called the Gate he's the gate of truth kind of yeah. but he doesn't
0: have his teeth are not that pearly white his teeth really? are sharp and like point like shark teeth ew and you don't see them until he smiles like his his, his mouth is just like a line yeah kind of like a muppet ew like when like their, their their mouths are closed they just have that like yeah. cut or like um south Park. <gasps> nice Jay is holding up the yes. uh, rising show here manga, of manga. Of the, anyway oh sorry the light novel <laughs> <laughs> no, but kind of. Yeah, that's weird. But he has yeah. he has eyes like he um, you know, like the eyes that don't have the lids. Yes, like it's just like the round eyes. Yeah, yeah he, His eyes are like that, Caitlin. I need to draw a picture of him. I I'm gonna draw a picture of him.
1: I had a really horrific I have really bad horrific nightmares mm. all the time. Mm. but when oh, I was younger, yeah. yeah, when I was younger, i oh my God, I have something to tell you. <laughs> when I was younger, I had this really bad nightmare, um, and I haven't had it since I've only had it once, which is mm. weird because normally they reoccur. reoccur, but they um there was a demon in that and I wound up drawing it when I woke up, and I still have it in my notebook. Um, and every time I look at it, it gives me the chills. But... The only reoccurring dream that I had from childhood—I
0: don't know if I've told you about this—I was sitting in the living room of my grandparents. I was sitting in my grandparents' living room, mm-hmm. um, and basically, their house was kind of like a T shape. Mm-hmm. So, like, you would walk in the door, the front door, and like this wall here would be the living room, like protruding, yeah, and there would be like a veranda. So you'd like walk up the steps, go past the window of the front living room, Mm -hmm. turn, and then there would be a door and then you'd kind of go in. But so I was sitting in this living room and everything was exactly how it looked from my childhood, Mm -hmm. like pink carpet and all. And there was, the only thing that was different was that there's like a side table behind the side the couch. Mm -hmm. So like the couch would be against this wall, Mm -hmm. the door's here here's the window and then the tv would be in this corner and then my grandparents had chairs yeah it was it was a a bit of an odd shaped living room yeah odd shape man (laughs) yeah (laughs) nothing ever happened to that house Ah. and so i'm sitting there on the couch and there was a side table which there never was and there was a glass of water sitting on it and you know in jurassic park how it's like oh yeah like the water like ripples yeah that started happening and i was like oh okay weird and then i would be out of my body Watching as this like giant T Rex picked up the house like a bag of chips and like ripped it open. No, I was like reaching inside and eating me and my family. What like, chips? <laughs> and I had that dream, like religiously as a child, like all the time. And then I kind of forgot about it for a while. And then I was like eighteen, nineteen. I was uh so I I was eighteen. Nope. 19, 2011. How old was I in 2000? It was 2011. And I was living out of home. I was either 18 or 19. And it was my first time living out of home. And I had that dream. And I was like,
1: what? I remember this dream. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. That is really weird. I okay so my dreams are vivid yes my dreams are vivid and like
0: i will wake up smelling things from my dream oh for sure super detailed but they're odd yeah like they don't make a lot of sense oh my but in the moment they are like like i am it is really happening kind of situation so
1: i have i don't know there's like this i can't remember what it's called but there's like this phenomenon that people have Mm. where they live fully other lives in their dreams and like they so like when they go to bed in their dream they wake up in their real life yeah and
0: we will discuss this in my shifting episode when i get around to it eventually oh
1: interesting yeah so like i have i have that Mm. and Mm -hmm. one of my dreams is this whole life i mean i've ever since i was a baby like up until now like i've had like I've grown up in this Mm. stream. Mm. Um, And I don't have it every night, but, like, I do keep up with it and everything. Yeah. And last night, after a really long time of not having any updates in the stream, um, I finally have it again. Mm. Okay? And I'm continuing where I left off. And it's really sad because every time I would go back into the stream, and sometimes I would spend a couple days, a couple years, whatever, in the stream Mm. um, and live day to day. Well... When I would first go back into the dream, it would be whenever I would first, like the first day that I'd be in the dream, Mm. I would always treat myself (laughs) by going to my favorite restaurant in the dream. This Mm. restaurant does not exist in real life. (laughs) Um, Well, I went to my dream last night and they're closing the restaurant. No! I was literally, I was in tears when I woke up. Like, I was so sad because this is my favorite restaurant in that dream. Like, no! It's so good. It's a breakfast place. And it's delicious. And they Don't have... say it too much. We'll open the restaurant. Oh, we'll that's open true. it in real life. Oh, or one of our <laughs> listeners will be like, hey, we have that around the corner from me. And I'll be like, What?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: That'd be creepy. That would be creepy. Yeah. But I was really
0: sad. That is sad. I had a dream like that once. Really? I don't know if it was that instance, because I've never had it again. Yeah. But again, it was 2011. I was mm-hmm. living at a home. And we used to... um, Eliza, who I lived with, and I lived with two others, but... Yeah. Eliza and I had this app that was kind of like a walkie-talkie app. Oh, okay. But, like, you could send the walkie, and you would get a notification, and you could either listen to it then and there, or you could listen to it later.
1: Right. But I had this
0: dream, and it was right about when I was starting to get my diagnosis with the PCOS and endometriosis. But in my dream, I was married to this guy freshly ish married and he had a daughter from a previous marriage Mm -hmm. who was about eight or nine seven eight nine right um and we had just had a baby so we hadn't quite been married for a year um but we just had this baby right and it was just super mundane like went about my day my husband was at work i was still on maternity leave And like helping my daughter with her home, my stepdaughter with her homework, cooking dinner, holding the baby, like having dinner as a family, putting the baby to bed, putting our daughter to bed. And then I went to sleep next to my husband and I woke up and I could smell that new baby smell. (gasps) I could smell his cologne. My arms felt heavy. Like I'd been holding this, like, you know, when you're like a hold a baby for a long time and your arms get heavy. yeah, Like all that sort of stuff. I woke up, I was bowling my eyes out because I'd lost like my entire family like in this one kind of waking up moment like radioed my friend Eliza like can I come and sleep with you <laughs> she's like oh honey come on tell me tell me about it so like I went to her bed and yeah
1: that's was really so sad. sad that's that's yeah. horribly sad like yeah. I, was I a boy. oh <laughs> I have like this whole like theory that when we cause like Native Americans say that the dreams are the realms to the real world mm. and so I wonder if because there are if the universe is infinite and there's infinite like realities and stuff I wonder if we just when we dream we jump realities I feel like we should start talking about this only because
0: I want to have these discussions with the shifting episode Because, okay, like a let's lot go. of the research I've done there's like different theories about it
1: yeah and that is one of the theories well i'm all i have left is my reddit stories so we can get into that instead yeah i'm really excited about the shifting episode though because i I need to see i
0: want to do it i'm i keep putting it off because i want to do a consecutive like months worth of like attempting to shift and like writing a journal about it kind of thing so i can then be like okay here's what i found Mm -hmm. here's the research behind it here's my experience with it yeah will i shift i don't know but like i want to kind of like
1: Keep track of yeah. doing it and everything else. I think it'd be interesting.
0: Yeah. So that's why I haven't done it yet.
1: Okay. So I just got some ghost stories off Reddit. Okay. I was going to be- say, is there like a theme to this or is it just ghost stories? No, it's just ghost stories. Um, I just so ghost stories. And then one's a Banshee story. So there's only three, Ooh. but they're really long. So that's why I've only kept three. No, perfect. So the first one's not that long, but I found it really interesting and I thought it would be like a good topic to discuss. Mm hmm. But it says, has anyone noticed loud noises when someone is about to or has recently passed away? It says, not that many people have died in my family, but when they have, there's always some sort of paranormal energy from hearing their voices to people seeing them all the way to levitating objects. The one thing I always notice in stories are super loud noises. I've noticed there's people who have talked about a noise so loud they run thinking the TV or something super heavy just fell, but they find nothing. All of these noises were heard where the person used to live, and they're all unrelated stories. It says, like, my aunts were my mom's family. She heard a loud noise when his grandpa passed away and then his friend told him that he heard a really loud noise a few days after his roommate died Mm. um he said it's an odd coincidence right how often do you hear something so loud you run around thinking a heavy object just fell only to find nothing gives me chills thinking about what that loud sound could mean but it's so odd i've heard all of these stories separately has anyone heard anything similar and then somebody commented and said the day before my mom died suddenly my fiance and i were in his apartment fixing to go out and we both heard a very strange wailing noise we both stopped in our tracks and exchanged confused looks asking each other what the heck we just heard the noise was so odd it didn't come from any particular direction and it sounded far away but it was still very clearly heard by both of us it sounded otherworldly almost and to this day i can't help but wonder if it was a forewarning to my mom's death Well. Wow. Yeah. I thought it was interesting.
0: I've never had anyone that close to me die. mm mm-hmm. Person- Like, from my family, right. obviously, we've had your Uncle Pat pass. Mm-hmm. Brandy. I knew him somewhat. I'd never met Brandy.
1: Brandy was amazing. Um, yeah, she's my cousin.
0: And then on my side, my great-grandpa passed, I don't know if it was right before I moved here or the year before I moved here. Mm-hmm. Um... But nothing. I I'd only met him once. This is on my dad's side.
1: Okay.
0: Um, my dad's mom's dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so maternal grandfather. That right. Would have been an easier way to say that. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry.
0: Um, but so like I didn't know him super well. Yeah. And then my maternal grandfather, so my mom's dad's mm-hmm. older brother passed. And yeah. I met him a couple of times. But again. Not super close. Mm-hmm. I'd never been to his. I didn't go to his funeral. Mm. I was supposed to, but I had chickened out because I'd never been to a funeral yeah. at that point. Yeah. And then obviously I couldn't go to Grandpa Watkins' funeral because it was in America. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've never. That's not one I've experienced.
1: I wonder if I have heard loud noises but just don't remember. Oh, and I had a great aunt die, but again. Yeah. Nothing. I haven't really been paying attention when things like that happen. I've had a lot of close people to me uh, pass, unfortunately, but yeah. I think it. I'm just so caught up in that i don't realize a lot noise right but i thought it'd be interesting like if anyone ever has heard of, like a loud noise or something like yeah send us an email know. like yeah because that would be interesting have you heard a banshee or was it just like a bang oh yeah dude banshees freak me out
0: <laughs> i am not super freaked out by them
1: they're terrifying like
0: i don't think i think it's like a misunderstood kind of situation no, like no. i don't think they're the ones killing you i think like, I, I like the theory that they're an ancestor and they're wailing because someone in their kin their is
1: going to die. I like that theory. Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the Banshee one, but it's the second to, close, or second to last one. Mm. This is titled, They Were Surrounding Us. This is another one of my experiences with the paranormal. It happened in the same location as the last encounter I shared, Dustin's house. This time, we were hanging out in his garage. It was myself, Dustin, and two of our closest friends, Brandon and Drew. The four of us were all gathered in Dustin's garage, simply hanging out and talking about all matter of high school problems. During the talk, Dustin had made his way to the opposite side of the garage, next to the garage door. The three of us hadn't noticed that this was strategic on Dustin's part. See, there was another light switch in the garage, right next to the garage door. Dustin had hatched a scheme to scare us by suddenly turning the lights out in the (laughs) middle of our conversation. It was near midnight, and we were completely wound up. It was guaranteed to leave us in complete darkness. However, this didn't go his way or our way either. None of us knew what was going to happen that night. So Dustin turned out the lights. It startled us at first, but we quickly realized it was Dustin trying to scare us. We asked multiple times for him to turn the lights back on. He responded with poorly acted confusion. He eventually turned them back on for us the lights in his garage were very bright and we were blinded for a second and had to let our eyes adjust to it that's when we saw it for some strange reason when the lights came back on the three of us on the opposite side from dustin were all facing the same way we all faced the wall opposite the garage door it was painted white so it made it very noticeable to us we saw a black handprint that was slightly faded just this one lone handprint now that may seem like it was easily explainable which it definitely could be however what happened next can't be The three of us mumbled to each other for a second, all asking if we remembered seeing that handprint before the lights went out. We all agreed that we hadn't. Dustin asked what was going on, and we told him we saw a black handprint. He must have thought we were joking because he didn't take us seriously at all. He turned the lights out on us again. This time, we reacted with a little more anger, telling him to turn the lights back on. He tried to joke around with us, but we weren't in a joking mood. He caught the hint and turned the lights back on. When our eyes adjusted to the light again, we saw them. Multiple black handprints all overlapping each other in a horizontal straight line leading from one wall to the next. Every wall in the garage now had a line of overlapped black handprints. Mm. They were surrounding us. It looked as though something or someone had been running on all fours horizontally around no. us, circling us. Dustin saw them as well. The feeling of terror and panic set in for all of us. We trampled over one another, trying to escape the garage. Drew pushed his hands and head back into my back, ramming me through the door into the house. The three of us spilled onto Dustin's living room floor and we couldn't catch our breaths and kept shouting nonsense to each other, trying to make sense of what had just happened. We all had a hard time calming down and we tried to convince ourselves that it didn't even happen and that we only thought we had seen the handprints. However, when we mustered the courage to check, we were greeted with the handprints still being there. The garage then became a restricted area for us when we all hung out. The only time we would go back in was to try to do our own investigating. <laughs> we never cleaned the handprints off and I'm not sure if it was out of fear or... Of angering whatever had left them, or if it was a reminder that it did happen. Either way, it's still one of the crazy experiences I've ever had, and it will always stick with me.
0: Wow. Who, uh, I suppose we should probably say who the users are who said these stories. So, who did the first one? It
1: just says ghost stories. Oh. Yeah. It just says ghost stories oh never mind <laughs> i think it's just users who like send if you them recognize your story thank you for submitting it
0: let yes. us know if you'd like us to shout you out
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> um this one is called the banshee in the bog <laughs> irish folklore is littered with mysterious and terrifying creatures the kind that sounds so unbelievable but that people speak of with such conviction that you can't help but wonder if there must be a layer of truth buried in there Old people in particular still hold a belief Mm -hmm. of the fairy folk and lore of ancient Ireland. Before she passed away, my grandmother would have sat us down in her cottage and filled its walls with the tales of all kinds of spirits, from silently watchful black hounds to the Kelpie, a water Mm. horse that would seduce you into riding it before darting into the depths of the lake, or loo, and galloping into its murky depths. Mm. When my parents would collect us, Mum would scowl, and she, would, she found out about the ghost story session, knowing <laughs> that neither my brother nor I would be getting much sleep that night. Nevertheless, I cherish these fireplace memories, as they take me back to a simpler time when the dark winter evenings would be filled with life in form of Granny's lifting aged voice. Mm-hmm. My favorite of these creatures, or at least favorite, I suppose, uh, given the endless amount of nightmares it implanted into my mind as a child, was the Banshee, a spirit tied to particular families. Legend has it that she appears in different forms, but tends to favor that of either a beautiful but distraught woman or of a hunched, ailing, old washerwoman, Mm. if it appeared by sight at all. It is even more distinct, you see, by its unearthly cries, its wails and weeps would fill a room or would be audible from miles across from the countryside. The person who crosses the path with a banshee or its cry should quickly alert the family, as it is a signal that someone about... That someone from the family has died or is set to die. Hmm. Yes, the Banshee is an omen of death. As I grew older, I became cynical to the tales my grandmother have spouted, including that of the Banshee. I moved to the city for university at 18, and in immersing myself with life in the modern world, the ways of country life seemed to evaporate. A small-scale reflection of the increasingly modern, modernizing world, I guess. Sad when you think about it, isn't it? Hmm. That was until one particular summer. My parents had recently downsized to a small cottage deep in the barren Irish West, where the roar of city life was inaudible. I stayed with my parents for the month of July and spent long, languid days roaming the nearby fields and looking out for signs of wildlife, such as the foxes that roamed the lake at dusk or the bats that flew low along the lanes, which were laden with sprawling plant life. My story begins, I suppose, in the second week of my stay. I had taken to going for twilight walks, making the most of our northern sun. Um, I was some miles away from the house but could sense darkness approaching and decided to make my way home. Nighttime in that part of the country is utterly dark and not something you want to find yourself swallowed by. It was as I was walking back that I heard it, the most startling, biting cry. It seemed to fill the world around me, as though echoing against stone walls, even though I was surrounded by open nature. I can try to describe it by saying that it was... On one hand, the sound of a woman in sharp pain, but equally that of a grieving mother sobbing at the loss of her child. Mm. I was momentarily horrified. In one moment, it seemed that all of my cynicism was laid to rest and that I should run home without question. What sort of horrific creature was capable of producing a sound like this? However, I then tried to apply logic, after all. Can't foxes make the most spine tingling noises when they're distressed or even in heat? There had to be purely natural explanation to this, in spite of how undisputedly unnatural it sounded. Whatever it was, I didn't want to stick around to find out. I would run home, I decided, and alert my parents, just in case someone was genuinely in distress or harm. I began to pick up my pace, breaking into a jog, but something in the peripheries of my vision brought me to a sharp and sudden stop. To my left was Bogland, an area that I had been warned never to walk Mm. in, as it would be all too easy to sink into the wet ground and become stuck or even suffocated. "'It was shocking to me, therefore, that in the midst of this bogland stood a woman, long, silvery, blonde hair twisting in the evening breeze. "'The relative distance and encroaching darkness made it hard to make her out entirely, but she looked to be in her early to mid-twenties, my age, and her face was contorted in what looked like either pain or horror. "'It was from her mouth I realized that the bone-chilling screams were emerging.' initially i was stunned this was so adverse to anything i had experienced in this part of the world so far which seemed so devoid of alarm or drama or consequence but i shook myself then and called out to the woman as loudly as i could hello what's wrong are you stuck she seemed to register me small eyes turning in my direction but there was no response aside from the continuous screech which now pounded in my head hello i'm going to try to help i'll be back as soon as i can with that i ripped my eyes from the woman and darted back to the house as quickly as i could I was around a mile away, but phone signal was limited in that part of the country, and I knew I needed to get home in order to do something to assist the woman. It would have been a risk to my own life to have walked across the bogland towards Mm. her. When I got home, my parents' warm faces quickly dropped to the looks of alarm upon registering me. What is it? You look like you've seen a ghost. I quickly filled them in on what I'd seen, and they sprung into action, grabbing the phone and alerting the local Garda, our police force. In the meantime, my father and I leapt into the car to make our way back to the spot, whilst my mother waited for the Garda to arrive. By car, we were there within minutes, and I quickly directed my father to where I had seen the incidents. I pride myself on my sense of direction, and the lane is fairly straightforward, so I was utterly bemused when I realized that there is no woman in sight, nor sound within earshot, bar the standard noises of the country evening. We scanned the area, but still nothing. When my mother arrived with the constable, he questioned me about where I had seen the woman, and raised his eyebrow when I said that she was no longer there there's no way she could have been submerged in that space of time you said she was standing fully upright when you saw her right that's right she was a bit of distance away but it didn't look like her legs were submerged at all it was the screaming that made me run for help he nodded okay son thank you could you very clearly tell me once again exactly what you saw try not to miss anything out i did so relaying the story to him again and trying to interpret his facial reactions as i did so he remained quite neutral writing my account onto his notepad When I finished, he paused before speaking slowly. Right, I'm going to say, first off, that given how few people live around here, I myself can't say that I know anyone fitting that description. I like to think that I know each and everyone around these parts. However, I'm going to file a report and investigate this further. It might be that she got herself free and walked off again. Here he stopped and bit the end of his pen, looking thoughtful, before continuing with some visible discomfort. I want to thank you for alerting me about this. I just want to say, though, before I set off, I've heard of cases like this in the past figures women appearing around the countryside and alarming a passerby with their cry i well again officially i'm going to handle this as i handle any other case but i want you to do me a favor check in with your family this evening and and see how they're doing it might sound odd but can you do that for me dad looked perplexed and seemed like he was going to ask further questions but mom interjected nodding yes officer i think i understand you we'll do that with that, we drove home. The darkness of the land around us was impenetrable. Aside from the light of the car's full beam, it was a moonless night. We didn't need to contact our family members that evening. Well, we got in contact, but what I mean to say is that they reached us first. My mother's brother-in-law has sent her a message when we've been out. The message wasn't long. It simply read, Hi, Bridget. Try to contact you, but no reply. Please call. When Mum got through, she was distraught to find out that her sister had passed away that evening. It had been a sudden medical event that nobody had predicted aunt sarah had been living with her husband and family in the u.s for years now we saw her biannually most years but the death shook us nevertheless in the days that followed we sprung into action assisting with funeral arrangements in whatever way we could and booking flights to boston i didn't voice it to my parents not wanting to upset them further but i couldn't help but consider the incident with the woman in the bog and what the officer had said to us my logical mind tried its best to protest but my memory kept tiptoeing back to the stories my grandmother had told me years ago particularly those of the banshee was it possible that this could have been the explanation? Was the woman in the field trying to alert me to warn me about the impending death of my aunt? It took 2 years for me to bring this up to my mother. I was once again visiting home and we were drinking tea in the garden. It was yet another summer evening at twilight and I was taken back to the night at the bog. I voiced my memories to my mom and asked if she could remember what the constable had said. She gazed into her teacup side and looked up at me slowly. Yes, son, I remember. Do you recall me telling him what I thought I might understand? Yes, mom, I do. "'Your dad was ready to question him. "'Well, this might sound crazy to you, but I did understand. "'You see, about three years before, "'something similar had happened. "'I took an intake of breath, "'and she must have seen my eyes widen. "'Oh no, I didn't see a woman, if that's what you think. "'But I did hear a cry from within the walls of our home. "'In the evening, your granny passed away, "'as though someone was screaming deep inside the house. "'Of course, the difference is that we were prepared that time. "'We knew it was only a matter of days or hours, "'but I did hear the cry. "'It terrified me at the time. "'It's part of the reason we sold up and moved to this cottage.' I was dumbstruck. When I finally found my voice, I told her I hoped that she hadn't come to hate the new house, too, following what I had seen the two years before. Oh, no, she responded. No, I actually think it's helped me deal with the first occasion, believe it or not. You see, I think maybe it's not a bad thing. She was distressed. Mm -hmm. She was distressed, you say, when you saw her there. The woman in the bog, I mean. Well, perhaps she was just sad as we were. Mm -hmm. Perhaps she was just part of the family. I do wonder if anyone has seen or heard from her in the past. grandmother well you remember the stories I used to grimace when I come home to you and your brother shuddering on a sofa I still stand by that she smiled wistfully at me as she said this and I was transported back to the corner of the old sofa but it could be that she knew there was some truth behind what she was saying perhaps Mm. your grandmother my mother had seen our sad friend too with that she finished her tea lifted both cups from the table and walked to the sink leaving me filled with thoughts nostalgia and an overwhelming sense of closeness to my own family culture and land that I hadn't felt before
0: yeah See, I don't think that the I don't think the banshees like killing people. Like I think it's a this is happening regardless. This is a person mourning their family, their descendants.
1: Right. I I don't know that banshees are killing people. I did read a book one time that made me terrified of banshees, mm. but she was basically trying to get away from something or whatever and she was by a cliff and this banshee was at the very bottom of the mountain and it was like very like heavily like climbing at her like mm. fast and she had nowhere no, to go.
0: I don't think banshees do that though. From what I've read and heard mm-hmm. it it's always just person standing, woman of some sort, of some age yeah. standing like like the, the wailing and the gnashing of the teeth and the beating of the chest kind of like level of grief
1: yeah i think in sabrina then the new sabrina Mm. um i haven't seen beyond like the first season oh there's a banshee that stands in her graveyard and Mm. it's screaming and it's actually kind of terrifying but well i think it's still terrifying but i don't think it's like a like it's a a death omen
0: it's not like a monster Yeah. yeah
1: i they it was really cool how they predicted her though um mm. or depicted her sorry mm. um she had like a veil over her face kind of and it was just her bottom and i think she had like these branches like coming out of her hair mm. and stuff it was actually kind of cool mm. um i thought that was interesting but that's the end of my reddit stories and oh. i think that's the end of our podcast tonight guys i think thank so you. <laughs> thank you for but hanging yeah, out with us thank you so
0: much for <laughs> hanging out with us let us know if you like this more laid back kind of episode yeah. maybe every couple of months we could do another yeah, check-in that'd be great read some stories
1: yeah just whenever you yeah. need it. Yeah. Have yeah. a good night, guys, or good morning, or a good rest of your day, whatever. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the Ghost Tea Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ghosttea podcast or on Instagram at ghosttea underscore podcast. That's G H O S T E A underscore podcast.
1: You can also find us on YouTube by searching Ghosty Podcast. If you have any topics you'd like us to discuss or just want to say hi, you can email us at ghostypodcast@outlook.com. at outlook.com.